Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Broken Axle. As always, I'm Steve. Uh, we've got the Norwegian giant Craig over here with us again, and a special guest, Justin, with us tonight. Say hey, gents. Hey, guys. We are talking tonight about wagons. Some specifics about defining wagons, because that was a topic of debate amongst us and has been among the community for quite some time now. And uh, some other discussions about what happened to the wagon here in the States and around the world and what it's been replaced by the uh, the devil that we know as the crossover. Which is terrible. Yeah, which is pretty much terrible at everything. They just need to die in a fire. So, uh, first off, we'll go through defining the station wagon. Um, so this one was a topic of some debate. We have seen around the interwebs some mention of the necessity of the D-pillar, that a wagon must have an A, B, C, and D-pillar, which I'm not opposed to, although I don't necessarily think that's a good quantifier by itself. Uh, some others about the slope of the liftgate and the length of the roof. And yet more about the length of overhang behind the rear tires. Uh, so, Justin, you want to take us? What's your thought for the most important defining characteristic of the wagon? I would say it just has to look right with the overall body. Like, our best one, our discussion about the Subarus is when we went from the 0607 actual wagon to the 08 that I owned, which was a hatch. And it was just, everybody knew that was a hatchback and not a wagon. And you were taunted if you thought it was a, otherwise. So if you All look right. at the overall body of it, it just looks like a hatch in 08. But prior to that, it was just acceptable. It was like, that looks like a wagon. It is technically like, I, it could be a hatchback, but it looks like it could fill the wagon role. Fair enough. I think the difference is in the lift gate um, explicitly between the GD and the GR body styles. The difference in the lift gate tells you it's different between a wagon and a hatchback. And then I, we had also brought this up earlier, Stephen, about uh, the Ford Focus from pick a year in 2000. They had both the sedan, you had the two-door hatchback, the four-door hatchback, and then they had a four-door wagon. And the differences between the hatchback and the wagon specifically is that the wagon had like I think it was like eight more cubic feet of space just because they brought that roof line straight back and the lift gate was more of a, you know, 90 degree lift and not an arc back, so to speak, that the, the, the hatch has. Um, okay. I mean, I can, uh, I can buy that. For me, it's definitely, I think, a shape thing that the, the long, you know, some people call wagons, uh, quote, long roofs. And I do, mm -hmm. I definitely think that's a big part of it, right? The, the look of the long roof line. And uh, not really having a, a like an angled down slope past the rear seats mm -hmm. as it goes down into the uh, trunk area, but having a straight back roof and from with a full height cargo compartment. Mm -hmm. The uh, that also extends out to, and this is kind of the Joker, and I don't know if we'll actually touch on this, but the shooting brake concepts or the shooting brake designs are different from your estates based on that rear slope it's more sporty and racy than it has a, a tapered off slope but it still has the extended roof line um yeah that was an interesting distinction that came up on the interwebs as well about uh 
you know, whether or not two doors can be wagons or not. Um, so for me, my yeah. usual favorite selection for the two doors can, in fact, be wagons is the BMW Z3M. <laughs> the clown shoe. Tell me it's not a yep. two door wagon. Like it's, it, it is and always will be just a clown shoe. <laughs> a really nice one. It's it's a two door roadster hatchback. Is a car category, but okay. I'll go with it. Nothing wrong um, with it. No. It just it's stuck. <laughs> For those of you who haven't seen one, you should probably go out there and Google the Z four N coupe. It is exactly exactly as we said. It, it is a clown shoe. It's it's Z four sorry, Z. I'll put a picture up on the I'll bring a picture up for us. All right. Preferably yeah, in some and, obnoxious like blue green color or something. And the argument huh. here is right in, in accordance with the differences between hatchback and wagon. This is my argument on why it's a hatchback and not a wagon, right? Is that it doesn't have a D pillar. It only has a C pillar and that the roof line, although the rear hatch sits more vertically, it still opens up greater than 90 degree arc from closed. That being okay. said, it's a shooting brake. It's not a it's not a hatchback and it's not a wagon. It's a shooting brake. All right. I can buy that. <laughs> That's because it's um, cooler. <laughs> I mean, by that definition, wouldn't the uh the Eurospec Fiesta delivery vehicle, the one with no windows, the little uh two door wagon or two door hatch, I guess. I don't know. The what? They have a two door fiesta over in Europe that has uh kind of like the it's a delivery con. vehicle yeah, yeah. Is it it's like, like a, thing. i know what you're talking about i don't know the name of it it's but... like the fiesta connect something like that yeah something like that yeah, yeah. there's a few or, of them like that where it's basically well, a car turned yeah, into no. a delivery vehicle yeah that's not a station wagon that's a van <laughs> <laughs> the micro minivan is that the size yeah, below the, minivan the 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 nano van um yeah according to uh Mira Webster here. I actually looked this up. The station wagon is an automobile that has a passenger compartment, which extends to the back of the vehicle that has no trunk. And it has one or more rear seats, which can be folded down to make space for light cargo and features either a tailgate or a lift gate. By that definition, my 2008 WRX hatch was a wagon. No, because it's got a hatch gate. It's not a lift gate or tailgate. Mm. So that's yeah. another one that I actually want to touch on, and we'll get here in a second about sure. tailgates. Tailgates, hatchgate. Ah, oh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess we'll go ahead and roll into that because that's a that's another important distinction I feel. And uh, so, uh, what is typically referred to as a lift gate is what's on most hatches, right? Hinged at the top. Right. Um, you know, goes down to about the rear bumper ish area. Mm-hmm. and opens up as one piece of metal and glass, typically. Unless you're Volvo, and just the glass opens, because you're Volvo, and you can do what you want. Or unless you got the super cool... Uh, what year was it, Stephen? In the 60s, they had the barn door wagons. Several, actually. For several years in the 60s, uh, all three of the American manufacturers had split barn door-style uh, rear hatches. Mm-hmm. Which are pretty cool. That's definitely an option. Uh, to me, that screams wagon more so than a lift gate does. Right. Uh, there are also several with uh, separatable 
uh, glass, like the glass opens separately from the rest of the lift gate. I don't really know if that's better or not. Um, uh, there you're... are tailgate styles where the glass or the metal part of the tailgate folds or the rear hatch, whatever you want to call it, folds down like a truck tailgate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a fairly Impressive. common one as well. To me, K-5 that also is wagony. Style, but not... Yeah. No yeah, just like a K5. Wagon. Pretty much all of the 70s and and 80s American wagons were like that. Yeah, basically all of your 70s and 80s American wagons had the tailgate style, where the glass Hmm. rolls down in the tailgate, and the tailgate folds down. Hmm. Uh, Except for the GMB body, which actually did both, because the GMB body is quite possibly the best wagon ever created in the history of wagons like the roadmasters and such they uh they fold down like a tailgate or if you pull the other handle they open to the side like a barn door that just that oh man the roadmaster dude it is the the pinnacle of wagon yeah, goodness that's a whole lot of tech and then don't let's not forget about the uh Chevy also made some of those vehicles that had removable roof panels so you could stand up refrigerators vertically in your, your wagon. Yeah, there was a few of those. Uh, the most memorable one from the old era would be the Studebaker Wagon Air. Do I got to look that one up again? <laughs> yeah, so it had the same setup as a lot of other stuff in the era did where the glass rolls down into the tailgate. But they also had a section of the roof in the top that would slide forward, uh, kind of like a sunroof, but backward, you know, turned oh, around God. the wrong way. So that you could stand up stuff in the ha- uh, cargo area. It's very Studebaker-y. Oh, of course. <laughs> I like it. I think it's a novel idea. It is. So novel, in fact, that Some General Motors copied it. would not own one. In the early 2000s for one of the GMC envoys. The Envoy yep. XUV. I feel like after 30 years, idea. it's not really a copy. Well, 40, but... <laughs> yeah, Studebaker doesn't exist copy. anymore. It failed both times. <laughs> that part you're not wrong about. Oh, man. Hmm. Now, that That's... is something... I did not know that existed, the Wagoneer. Yeah. Uh, that said... I have not seen one. It's not the stupidest thing I've seen for tailgates, because uh, look at the current crop of... Chevy and their six-way tailgate and Dodge, their split not-in-the-middle tailgate. Like, there's a lot of stupid going on in rear enclosures right now. Yeah, there is. I mean, a lot of stupid. Would uh, So, how about this? The difference between a hatchback and a wagon, how about the depth at which the tailgate comes down and opens up from the wagon having a tailgate that would go down lower to the bumper, whereas your hatchback would kind of sit mid-rift between the taillights. Yeah, that's true, typically, but that seems quite variable. Like the Volvo C30 that I was referencing that doesn't have where just the glass opens, that Mm -hmm. has a fairly high liftover height. But But there's definitely some hatches that go down a lot lower. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, because like the Subaru was the taillights were like halfway down the hatch hatch yeah. went to bumper. Well, yeah, your, your headlights were all, or your taillights were all like two feet long, weren't they? Mm, yeah. No, 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 not for the WRX. I was thinking of a, a different vehicle. The, the, the focus has the, the two foot long. Oh yeah. Taillights. The super tall skinny taillights. Mine were yeah. wide. They were about probably about 
six to eight inches total in height, though. So, yeah, I believe the king of the tall taillights is our Lord and Savior, the CTSV wagon. Good God, they're big. Yeah, but is that I big? like them. That's big due to uh, the size of the vehicle itself, the 5,000-pound behemoth. I think it's the name. Like, look at your Escalades. That's yeah. just a Cadillac thing. That it always is. has been. Uh, oh, man. Older Cadillacs, man. Well, the Volvo V70 it's also has taillights. the... Uh, the. This is what I was thought Stephen was going to refer to. The Volvo V70 has some of the biggest rear taillights I have ever seen because they are quite literally the whole entire rear of the vehicle vertically. You'll see them stopping. Right, I mean, it's Volvo. They, somebody decided if we make the taillights the size of the entire cargo area, it'll you know increase the safety by like 0.2%. And not only that, but having your taillights be directly up and down allows you for a perfectly 90-degree liftgate <laughs> for maximum storage capacity. Yeah, because Volvo. When you, when you talk about, and we're going to talk about this coming up here, but when you bring up the mention of like the sport wagon, the Volvo V70R is my sport wagon of like, by default, you say sport wagon, that's the vehicle I think of. Oh, I don't think of Volvo as sporty too often. They, well, you're wrong because the 850R, people the 850R square way. wagon is like, was at one point uh, the king yep, of DTM. was... Well, not only was it the DTM, but it was also like 400 pounds heavier than everything else out there and was still two-wheel. Yeah. The blue and white <laughs> Volvo just ripping around everybody on track. Like, I'll, I'll find some pictures of that and get it up on the, on the screen for us. Oh, no, that, Volvo's wheel in it, but... That was glorious. Yeah. Volvo. Volvo wagons, man. Like, that's a niche thing, man. The big brick. <laughs> getting down you know it's funny you say that but uh right now so moving forward i guess into wagons for sale here in the states there is a distinct shortage so we have for, and i'm talking about full-size like wagons brand new, like brand new like yeah. 2020 yeah. yep yep we got the v90 all right yeah 2020 wagon all right so pulling it up and on we had until very recently the Buick Regal Tour X, but it's dead. And V ninety shows V ninety shows crossover next to it. And... Uh oh. Yeah, there's two V ninety. That's, that's a bad name. Well, They're there's two V nineties. There's the uh, is it the V ninety XC or something like that, and then the regular V ninety. Oh, you're talking about no, you're talking about the XC ninety versus the V ninety country. No, there's also a V ninety XC and then an XC ninety. Those are different vehicles. Uh. Okay, so Volvo Fire, the guy who came up with the name. Okay, no, I, I see your V60 at the bottom of my list here. Yeah. And that does look more wagon-esque than a crossover. Yeah, so the V90 Cross Country is right. very crossover-ish. Yes. Which, yeah, as the you would V60 expect. The V60 shows a hybrid with an MSRP of 67000 Oh, yeah, yeah, it's dumb expensive, but... Ugh. There's it's a... It's real good. Yep, okay, I see It's you. good. But other than the expensive-ass Volvo, uh, there are some BMW wagons, but I'm not even going to bother going there because BMW's naming convention and model convention has just gotten really out of hand. Yeah, nobody, no, Not even BMW understands what they're selling. Right. This is like a certifiable fact. Uh, Savage Geese, one of the announcers on YouTube, did this too, and he went to dealership, and the guy didn't even know he was selling number wise right he just said you know this is the blah 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 
And turns out your five series is the same size as a three series, which is now the four series. Yeah. BMW is like, yeah, we have the one through nine series and no one knows what any of these mean. Right. Just pick the pretty one. Hmm. Uh, and Mercedes, nah, they have wagons as well, but yeah. I was just actually looking at those. They're just going to be untouchable based off of price, right? Yeah, I would say so. Um, what's interesting to me is that I really feel like uh, the Euro manufacturers mm-hmm. were probably at one point leading the pack as far as midsize and compact hatches and wagons. Mm-hmm. But for a long time, I want to say 70s, 80s, 90s even, the full-size station wagon was purely the realm of the Americans. Yeah. It was a it was our market. Yeah. People wanted that. The American dream. Yeah, I'm de- Justin is dead nuts on here. Right. At one point that was uh the family man dad machine, right? Uh gonna take uh, you, the spouse, two point five kids, a family dog, and yep. a week's worth of bullshit. Go throw it all in the family somewhere. station wagon and go wherever. It's got a, a big old stonkin' V8 and an automatic gearbox, and it can go across across the U.S. back then, which was a feat. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we have, we, uh, the collective we of the American populace, mm-hmm. uh, for our listeners out in other countries, I don't really know what happened in y'all's history. Hopefully it's better than ours. But we have lost the way somewhere. Thank you, Prius. Um, uh, I'm actually really hesitant to blame the Prius. I'm, I'm not. I, I am. People. I am. The <laughs> Prius is honest about what it is. That's true. It's not what I want in a vehicle. Sure. No arguments there. But it is honest about what it is. But what is it, though? Because it's it's kind of that weird fusion of hatchback wagony type thing. It's an efficient transportation appliance. Well, so is the Toyota Matrix, and we like that a lot better than the, the Prius. Valid point. The Prius said that it would do it better, though. Yeah. They do get surprisingly good mileage. And, I mean, you know, I can get it. It's not something I would buy, but I can get it. Yeah. Uh, My gripe is with the current... So this started... I'm going to say really taking off in the 90s. The SUV trend here in the States. Which is also almost entirely a U.S. thing. Mm-hmm. They don't seem yeah. to be popular anywhere else. No, it's because they have wagons. <laughs> yep. Different, <laughs> different market. And also, their cities are not the same as ours. Ours are a little bit more spread out and room to grow type thing. Yeah. Europe Maybe. And... I think they're just smarter than us, and we're dumbasses that keep buying SUVs when wagons would do the job better. And it became an American stigma. Just yeah. Like... Yeah, that's another thing. There's a huge stigma about wagons that I completely don't understand. There's also there's also the cross competition between Jeeps and the off roady SUV, while still being able to people move, that I think spurred yeah, more was... SUV thing in the U.S. than the wagon thing. Because like if you want an off roady wagon, the Europeans had the all road, and then they had the XC. Ooh, was yeah, it the, XC the V whatever wagon? XC. Yeah. Well, it's any of them, right? So they had the V series wagons, mm-hmm. and XC was a designator that goes on the end of the V series wagon that denoted a lifted suspension and some flares. Yeah, and some body cladding for the, the, the right. hunter with the, the 30 dogs or whatever. They had a different thing, though. So if you think 
rally kind of started over there. Maybe that's something to blame there, as whereas ours was like you were pretty rugged in the Americas early on, um, wilderness, other stuff like that. Yeah, unpaved roads were still possibly. a thing in yeah. a lot of places, or poorly paved roads. Uh-huh. I should say unmaintained roads. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, South Carolina, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes or anything that anything that sees winters and all of a sudden the, the roads just wither away to pebbles and nothing. Right. But uh, yeah, so I get the original crop of SUVs, right, with the whole off-road precedence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a huge fan of things like the XJ, the OG Wagoneer, the Bronco, uh, the K5 Broncos. Yeah, I get it. I'm with it. Scouts, scouts, yeah, the original off-road SUV. They do a thing, right, and they do it well most of the time. I get it. But the current crop, uh, we've talked about this many times on the channel. Uh, the new mm-hmm. Chevy Blazer. Mm-hmm. It's a dumpster fire, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say about it. Mm-hmm. But the current crop of crossover utility vehicles have effectively no off-road chops. Uh, right. Most of them are front-wheel drive. The few that are all-wheel drive are some kind of bullshit uh, front-wheel drive-based setup with a send power mm-hmm. to the rear. This should be a test, honestly. What's that? I want to see somebody like dirt every day pick this up and drive older 70s blazers and broncos versus newer 2020 variants right i'm uh i might have to send that in to dave and the guys over at dirt every day i want to see the uh like a what do you say about a 75 k5 versus a 2020 blazer it would just be a you know pooping on chevy there but with their blazer (laughs) idea but they deserve bronco would probably like take it okay oh i have no doubt a new bronco would crush an og like 66 bronco yeah, off road. Sure. What's that? The argument would be more twenty, like the old Bronco versus Blazer versus new Bronco versus Blazer. Like, it's okay, but Chevy that would still be just shitting all over Chevy. Yeah, that's that's it. Well, and and to anyways, the Chevy was the last of the big three to get into the the the, the old seventies era of off road and camping and all that stuff, right? Because I think it was the Power Wagon and the Bronco were first. Uh, the Bronco was well, definitely the international, was and then uh, Ram Charger. It. Ram Charger, but that was not as common. Ram Charger or the Power Wagon? Because the Power Wagon goes all the way back to like the 20s. Power Wagon does, but that was a very niche thing. Like, I don't think that was as big as... It, yeah, I was going to say, like, the OG Power Wagon was not an off-road king back in the day. Uh, excuse me? Model. The thing had like You're 35s from factory. Yeah. Alright, let's... uh. I'll, I'll yeah, hear you out on this. Hold on a second, hold on a second. Guys, you got to go all the way back to the 40s to the original Power Wagon, not the not the 60s of what you're thinking of. Yeah, I'm thinking of the 40s Power Wagon, but... Yeah, okay, the, that... The, yeah. All right. Legitimately had 35s on it. I will concede this. That was the one it that had a pivot, the, too, or some shit, right? Yeah, the rear axle pivoted. I'll give you that, but how, how mass-produced was it? Like, how popular was it? It's enough to have a niche following. I was about to say, there you go. So you have a king, but I'm talking about like the mass produced, like for the masses. Like what we have today is the general public that doesn't sell well with niche market. So like what you see mass produced back in the day, Blazers, Suburbans, Broncos. Yeah, Internationals. Um, yeah. What's the other brands? Land Rover, I guess. If we want to talk about uh, bringing it back to wagons, uh, what I would say is the OG of 
uh, off-road capable station wagons would be AMC. The Eagle. I, yes. Yeah, I don't have a lot of experience there. That I'm not a. I'm a big AMC fan. I. All I can just I'm about to educate you here with some photos. Oh God. <laughs> I actually wrote an article about this back on Wheelwell when that was still a thing. The AMC Eagle is actually the original sinner between blurring the lines of a car with an SUV and they did it properly, but it gave oh, Americans they did the dumb it ideas. So good. That they gave the Americans the dumb idea that this is now normal. And now we have, you know, the new blazer. <laughs> well, the idea, right? So of the a- AMC, Oh, wow. Terrible. That's a coupe. That's not what I was thinking of, but uh, the original idea for the big AMC four by fours was to give a car ish, you know, wagon type thing interior wise and comfort wise with the mm-hmm. capability of a proper off-road SUV. The current crop of crossovers, the idea is to have not as much room as a car, worse handling and gas mileage than a car, but also no off-road prowess and no off-road capabilities. Yeah. So like they're not they're not doing the best of both worlds. They're doing none. <laughs> I was about yeah, to say, there is no way that this thing sold well. AMC, uh, actually, sold, it did. Sold phenomenally. <laughs> yeah, it sold phenomenally well. God. Not so much the coupe. Now, the two-door the, coupe did not sell super awesome, but the... Uh, no, no. That's a super niche vehicle. The four-door... Yeah, the though. four-door wagon variant sold amazingly well. Uh, that may have been I helped by the fact the that it had the, the <sighs> standard it AMC... Like there's you know, V8 bullet. or straight six. Mm-hmm. But it's so oh, good. Was that prior, was that prior to, to the... Uh, oh, no, yeah, that's the AMC 4.2 liter straight six. Actually, yeah, it rallies. had the, the predecessor, the 4.2 in line six. Yeah, 4.2. it was great. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, take us back to wagons, right? Um, yeah, that group of wagons, the AMC specifically, but any any of the old wagons. Uh, gave you a lot of capability. They're functional vehicles capable of doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the current crop of crossovers, I don't know. I don't really see what the gain is, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, no. It, Especially even in the same market, right? Let's take uh, Mazda, because uh, everybody knows I'm a big Mazda fanboy, and sure. I am a big Mazda fanboy. Except for the CX-30, because Mazda, you fucking dumbasses. They were like, hey, we have a CX-3 and a CX-5, and we're going to make a middle model in between those two. What number goes in between 3 and 5? I've got it. 30. WTF. Anyway, sorry for the tangent. If that's that's Mazda's biggest sin, I think they're still doing something great. Let's refocus our hate back to Chevy, okay? (laughs) That's a fair point. Mazda has a soft spot for me right now. Yeah, so the CX-3, right, they're tiny, or their smallest SUV in their market, or in their mm-hmm. lineup. Okay. Um, Shares same similar platform to the hatches? To the Mazda 3? You would Mazda think two. that, wouldn't you? But no. <laughs> hmm. It shares a platform with the Mazda 2, which is out of production here in the States. Yep. Oh, that thing, so uh, yep. the and CX-3 has, uh, effectively, within like a half inch or so, of the same ground clearance as a Mazda 3. Uh, it is down a whole bunch of horsepower. Like 40 horse. It's the and, opposite of cool. Uh, 
it has less interior volume and gets worse gas mileage than a Mazda 3 hatch. Hmm. Base, base Mazda 3 hatch. Correct. So as far as I can tell, it is literally worse in every way at everything. Every way. Get it out of here. Right. The difference of it being it has the plastic side moldings and the tires are a little bit bigger and it looks like it's more off-roady. They're actually smaller, but yeah, they look bigger. Yeah, they look they look bigger because the new wow. Mazda 3, which looks sexy as all hell, does not look uh, off-roady at all. Except that the new Mazda 3 is also more capable off-road than the CX-3 is. All-wheel drive. Because it's all-wheel drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Right? It's one of those things that you just look at it and you're like, why does this exist? Because they thought someone would buy it, which is the whole reason why we're having this argument in the first place. I was about to say, I hate that argument so much, I almost want to drag us back into the last one and bring up a different vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Because the Early buy it? 90s, the 87 Honda Civic four-wheel drive wagon. Why are you hating on that? Oh, the, that is, the Civic I'm wagon? Not. No. Oh. <laughs> the war wagon. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm I'm not seeing a problem here. That was glorious. And it was a true wagon, not a hatchback. Exactly. You see, we're talking about like other things that are like they could be called wagons, but then they're like well, they lost their way. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Uh the Accord wagon died out what, two generations ago? Maybe three? Mm, not that too was long. Eighth generation, right? Yeah, something like that. Mm. Which is unfortunate cuz actually the Accord wagon was pretty cool for a long time. Uh, same thing for the Camry. The Cam- uh, Camry's had wagon variants. Yeah, I want to say all the way through the 90s. Yeah, super rare, but yeah. Like super, super rare. Yeah. Huh. They were, uh, I would call those mid-sized wagons, probably. Yeah. I Definitely. mean, none of them held a candle to the, uh, you know, the Oldsmobile custom cruiser size barges. They were. Uh, What's up? Oh, I said coming from overseas, like they kind of, they were probably big for where they came from, but over here, that's well, that's not near as big as our usual. Well, that was part of the reason that for the longest time we held the line on, uh, you know, the full size station wagon was because nobody else like the European and Japanese manufacturers just didn't they make didn't a full size sedan to make the full size station wagon from. True. Right. I mean, it's most like, of ours, like uh, the full line of vehicles for a very niche market. And it's going to be a very bad day for your, uh, your, yeah, for your R&D business. cost. Yeah, right. So most of ours were all based on like the one I was referring to, the the Vista Cruiser slash Roadmaster. Those are based on the B body, which is the Impala or Caprice. Uh, Ford had its variant as well, based on the Panther chassis. Oh God! Don't what? get him started. Don't get him. Don't even mention that. We never got a Panther chassis wagon. What? And it would have been great. We did not? It would have been great. Wait, I thought the not 80s right. of, I thought the 80s Crown Vic wagon was a Panther. Mm, LTD. 
LT was a generation before. It was yeah, generation before the yeah. the Panther chassis. Ah, well, my bad then. Yeah, I was like, I've definitely uh, my buddy Brendan up in Connecticut had a uh, the LTD Crown Vic. Uh, it's like a ninety, dude, like ninety or ninety one, some shit like no, that. They, that yeah, they like built them to the ninety one, but ninety two was the Crown Vic Panther chassis. Oh, my bad. Platform going to wiki for this. Yeah, right. I, I, I tried to find it and like something popped up, but it oh was no, it is the Panther chassis. It's just a different variation it, of it. Wiki's Panth- Panther chassis shows all the way back to 79 with the LTV. Yeah, but, right. So you're right. But it how far forward that doesn't. I wouldn't think of Panther chassis until like the 92 variant. Yeah. But with it is, though. Two valve mod motor. It yeah, is. But yeah. it is. You are correct. Yeah. So those were the American Panther chassis station wagons the ltd just, crown vic or uh no hang on they didn't call it the crown vic it looks like a crown vic but it was the uh country squire that's it yep Terrible. i'm just saying if they made a mercury marauder what? wagon i'd be all over it i was about to say that's the name <laughs> i'm looking for whenever we talk about panthers there's two years <laughs> two years of panthers that matter and it's 03 and 04 mercury marauders <laughs> everything uh, other than that garbage no <laughs> <laughs> justin with the shots fired that's just a trigger, Moody. <laughs> Me and Moody have had that argument I've... that uh, that honestly, while the Marauder's cool, a late model Crown Vic Sport is just as good. Yeah, Justin, click that link. Okay. Uh, I gotta find it. Hold up. Uh, yep. yeah, late that... model Crown Vic Sport, just as oh... good. <laughs> There's probably a better Photoshop version of that, but yeah, it looks like a hearse. You know, I wouldn't drive that, but I I would support it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get this picture up on the uh, up on the YouTube. This is uh, the rest of the world needs to see this terrible well, Photoshop the, job. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, that right before the C pillar, it goes, it, you know, yeah, it looks like you took a picture and just drug it like, whoop. yeah, that's bad. Whoever did that Photoshop like, man. I that was a five-minute Photoshop job. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, uh, and Dodge. I don't. I don't know if Dodge haven't had a wagon at this point in the game. Mm. Probably not. No. I can't no, think of one. When was no other than the Magnum? What was their thing? Well, they had like what was it? That was way they later. That was the two thousands, right? They were putting out like Neons and Intrepids at that time frame. Like, yeah, that is true. Dodge had doubled down on the uh, cheap little K car shit boxes. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. uh, I had a ninety six yeah. Neon, and it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's owned a Neon that hasn't said that sentence. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> I bought it. My dad bought it for two hundred dollars wrecked, and we fixed it, and it was just and you a overpaid for it car for the entirety <laughs> of its life. The Walmart wing that I put on it cost as much as the car. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please tell that me that was around Fast and Furious time frame. Please tell me you have a picture uh, of this, Justin. I need. I, I need don't. A picture. I don't. And if there was a picture, it would be like old school Polaroid picture. That's perfect. We, we were not that advanced in that time frame. <laughs> Oh my god! I need a picture. I live of this too car. far out in the country. That car probably like it's probably mm, no, it's probably overheated for its like fifth or sixth time, so it's probably not ticking anymore. I don't know, man. Those uh, as much as they were pieces of shit, hard to kill. 
Those 90s K cars were hard to kill, man. Mm-hmm. Little red four-doored uh, Plymouth Neon. It's much like a... Well, there's a lot of stuff from Dodge that's like that. It's kind of shitty, but it just won't die. Mm-hmm. Not overbuilt by any means, just not underbuilt enough to die. Enter <laughs> PT Cruiser. Hey now. Whoa. Welcome. Whoa. Welcome, Steven. I'm just no, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying, like it's four doors, it has a liftgate rear end. It could be a station wagon type thing. Oh um, man. You know, hold on. That what is that actually in the wagon debate? Yeah, the PT, PT Cruiser? Cruiser? It's a wagon. The PT dude. Cruiser no doubt. is a wagon. Yeah. Like there is yep, nope. Or uh, what Wikipedia calls a, a what Wikipedia would Holy call an cow, MPV. Like, all of the old hot rodders had a boner for that thing. <laughs> and the aftermarket magazines, oh, you can get so yeah. many parts that made it look so tacky. I mean, it was almost as bad as the Jean Short Corvette guys, as far as just putting shit mm-hmm. all over the car. Yep, it's like imagine that if if the, like if GM doubled down on like the SSR. Because people whoa. are like, oh my god, the SSR kind of a, is going to be like a hot rod. Yeah, I'm feeling kind like, of attacked right now. PT, PT Cruiser, Cruiser, SSR. PT or, Cruiser got like cheap enough that people could buy it. Hey, I'm sorry. The only thing that was retro cool that has come out in the last like 20 years started with the Prowler and ended with the Challenger. Uh, Prowler <laughs> loses my vote because of the V6. And shut up. They had, they had, they had <laughs> but, it. But they it fucked looks, it up. But it looks bitching. It does. They screwed it up though. Won't own one out of principle. And that's like, and that's like, and that's the opposite of the SSR's issue, right? The SSR looks ugly, runs really well. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not pretty. That's fair. Maybe uh, optioned correctly, black on black, the only way. I know this is totally non-wagon related, but uh, I'll throw a shout out here because Justin saved me from myself in Charleston when I got rid of my WRX. I very nearly Ooh. bought a purple. I swear to God, Barney purple. SSR because it was an LS2 T56 car. Oh yeah, it was an LS2 Ooh. T56 SSR. You, you must have sent it. You must have sent it my way, and I shot that down immediately. You did. I came over and we talked about it, and you were like, "You fucking tard, don't do that." <laughs> I didn't. Like, I didn't take that seriously. That's. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> like you were actually looking. No. Yeah, no. I no. Serious. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have supported that. You shot it down so hard in like the many, first five seconds. I supported many of your decisions. So you know if I'm turning it down, it's bad. Yeah. In the first like, like five yeah, do seconds. That. I, I kind of want to do that, but I can't do that. You do that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, in the first five seconds, Find you looked at it me. and you were just like, no, absolutely not. That's the stupidest mm-hmm. shit I've ever seen. Purple. That's terrible. It was purple. purple. Man. Like you brought, you brought some really cool stuff over. That yeah, would have right, right. been one of them. Right after that, uh, I found Scarlet, my big diesel, and bought that instead for the same price, which probably was better. I had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's one of the few things I say that you shouldn't have sold. Yeah. Oh, my God. That Photoshop's even worse from the back. God almighty. Make At least it's like it's it's dark enough to hide a lot of the badness. <laughs> All I right. Like I like Marauders, that but that's really making me feel it a way that I don't like them, but... Like, oh, let's be glad that those don't exist. But like, I feel like if a Panther chassis wagon would exist, it would have to be look like it would have to look like a Buick Roadmaster wagon, like for sure. 
for sure. I still stand by, even though it's from the 90s, that the Roadmaster wagon was the pinnacle of the American wagon. What, what was it? Uh, Roadmaster Cutlass wagon. Hang on. So there's the Roadmaster, the Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser, and the uh, Caprice wagon, which the Caprice oh, God, is no. whatever. Cutlass is a terrible version. Ugh. Did they ever make the Smooth Body Custom Cruiser? I guess they did. You mean without the wood? No, 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 I'm saying like the the older generation was the boxy like 80s and then into the the 90 92. Yep. Was the uh, literally 90 through 92 they made the old custom cruiser that looked basically just like the Roadmaster but with a different nose. Yeah, the Buick. Or yeah. sorry, the old old's nose. Yeah. And it was pretty pimp, but uh they only made a very small number of them and they were <laughs> weirdly optioned cuz they had uh they didn't have digital dashes, they had full analog instruments and cloth interiors. That's what people want. They were selling too. Yeah. And they all had the, because of the custom cruiser nameplate or whatever, they all had that giant sunroof over the rear seats. Or I guess over the second row of seats. Hmm. Kind of a neat car. Uh, If the opportunity ever presented itself to get a hold of one cheaply, I'd probably keep one. I would not. (laughs) Yeah, I would, I would pass. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> Devo would hate me. First off, couldn't even see my. No. What's that? First off, that's not even close to the ugliest <laughs> car I've brought home. I'm just saying. Hold here, on, hold on a second, Justin. Uh, okay, uh, I, I before you pass that, judgment, but... here we go. Before you pass judgment, click that one. Steven, you're gonna have to throw this up on there too. This is probably the I coolest. I have a 404 server error on that one. Hang on. Ah, uh, no. Yep, I got it. It's car it came scoops. up. Okay. Nope. Please try it. Uh, server encountered a temporary error. Could not complete your request, so that link's no good. Oh, darn. Works for me. Huh. But it is a all-blacked-out custom Hold cruiser on. on some... What are those? Torque, Torque thrust. thrust. Yeah. With a Corvette big brake kit and a 4-inch hood scoop, which is like... Indicative of I have power. Relatively speaking. Okay. Yep. 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 That came up. Calhoun's too much. The rest of it. Eh, so you're saying it. Diva would hate you if you rolled home with that? Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna have to have talks. It's then. not a. It, it's not a vet Trans Am or G8, so no, no dice. No, but this is better than it's better than Chevy because it's an olds. That's a terrible argument whenever you're coming home to a wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Craig, I don't know if you know this. I don't see that flying. I'm just saying. Nope. Hey, there's a difference between a, General Motors Chevrolet oh, and there's a difference between We've BOP. hit midlife crisis, have we? And you didn't buy a vet? No, I already had a vet. Yeah, why would you get another? <laughs> uh, Justin? My uh, midlife crisis is going to be buying another solution. Sam. Oh, God, no. Please, no. Uh, <laughs> Transam, I see the link. <laughs> I should have used a tiny uh, URL. Yep, I knew. I knew what it was. I've seen that hatch, and I hate it. Why? Oh, that's my glorious. God. Look at it. Look. No, at no, 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 no. The best it's... thing about a Transam is the butt, and they ruin it. Nope, it's it's glorious in every way. The Hurst hauler. <laughs> <laughs> I could actually see something like this, uh, and Justin deviating back to his. Uh, is this a? Days. Would this be a shooting break? Oh dear! Yeah, absolutely. It's two Alice. doors. Absolutely, shooting break. 
only 370 horsepower. Man. Gotta put some nitrous on that. Nitrous. Oh boy. Well, it's all right, guys. He just got his first LSs. It's fine. What's that? Doesn't know the way of the boost. There's always room for boost. Nitrous exactly. is boost. It's just compressed air. Oh, man. Yeah, boys. Concepts yeah. got, like, just out of hand back then. Oh, <laughs> no. We could do a whole other episode. Were Drugs were something else, man. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole other episode <laughs> on, like, <laughs> like, failed concepts from the 2000s and 90s. Else. Oh, my God, Justin. <laughs> like... <laughs> The drugs were something hey, else. I mean, the you're not wrong. Were something else. That's that's further than I'll reach. You're not wrong. Uh, the automotive designers must have had better drugs back then. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. They did. You are correct. <laughs> it was probably way easier to get a hold of some hard stuff to make some of the stuff they did. <laughs> oh man! But then, how do you explain like you the Aztec look at that. happening you in the modern day? You're like. Oh. <sighs> Somebody was... with a problem was hiding it. <laughs> or what was that one from Chrysler? Uh, the Crossfire. Just Chrysler. Just literally Chrysler. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. SRT6. Crossfire. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? They So like, hang on. No, they made a badge that was perfect for Cummins owners that felt like they had an SRT10. <laughs> I have the seen SRT that a few six. times. The SRT six. I, I had a buddy in high school. I had a buddy in high school that did it. He had a white single cab Ram with the SRT ten bumper and an SRT six badge, and that thing was bad. <laughs> like roast all four, brake stuff. Yeah, tons of power. I feel like you may have grown up in that slightly was... more redneck location than even I did, Justin. <laughs> And that's oh, saying man, a lot. you're from Georgia too. That's bad. Wasn't yeah. his first car the uh, like a, a yellow Mustang? Mine? No, that wasn't first car. The neon was first car. Second car was okay. Mustang V6. See, I grew up with first car yeah, being a dad's story old behind car. that too. Yeah, but not my a wagon first, story. My <laughs> first car was dad's old car, which was a Crown Vic, and then I promptly got myself into number one of like five two forties. So this explains Craig's love for the Panther chassis. Yeah, I've owned that went out intentionally, guys, bought one like in full on like how old is I? Nineteen? Not old enough. <laughs> Not old enough to own a Panther. That's how full old Full on like <laughs> full on nineteen year old, like buying a Panther chassis on purpose. Like it it's I got a sickness, guys. What's funny is I that was like sixteen or seventeen year old me just like getting sideways in a Mercury Marauder, and that's like the only panther chassis that i will ever respect what's funny is for craig that wasn't the end of the story right because you did it again in your 20s as a single dude in your Mm -hmm. 20s when you could like own any two-seater piece of insanity you wanted you went and Mm -hmm. bought a panther as the second vehicle i remember not liking that the entirety that he owned it but he kept doing stuff with it and like forum posts and i was like you know what you do you moody it, it turned out pretty good. Mustang wheels and some blacked out grill. And then, like I said, it was the second vehicle. I had the GC back then. Yeah, I, I liked your Subaru, but you were on something else with that uh, Panther. <laughs> I, I love it. I absolutely Drugs. love it. Drugs are good. West, West Coast, man. <laughs> it's in it's in the air. Oh, man. 
So this is this is actually exactly a good uh, allegory for why the wagon has died in the U.S. is because that we're bombarded with these other vehicles and other options and the was the supersized me from like 2006. That I remember that said, in high school. Yep. Yeah, they basically said that hey, the SUV and the truck is cool. Minivans, uh, small people movers, hatchbacks, and wagons I are can't not say cool. Anything. I have one. Yep. I have a Durango that moves children. Yep, I have a midsize. I had for the longest time a midsize SUV. Did I need to I use it? Have, nope. I still have as yet to own an SUV, unless you count my Typhoon. Mm, I wouldn't mm. quite count that. It what is, is that? But it isn't the Typhoon. It's definitely an SUV. It's, it's a two door. Two door. So does that mean it can't be no, an it's, SUV? It's a hatchback. Mm. What? Get out of here! <laughs> it's its Jeez. own thing, man. It's just oh, a typhoon. Like the, the Bronco's a two-door. Little blazer, little tiny blazer. Yeah, it's, it's two, literally it's a two-door hatchback. Yeah. Is it a shooting brake? It's its own body. Mm. It's an SUV. Well, you dude. stop with that shooting brake. <laughs> Technically it's based, speaking, it's based it on a truck SUV. chassis. It's a truck. Yep. That makes it an SUV, right? Like. So does that mean anything that has four or two doors with a hatchback on a body on frame is not a wagon? Body on frame doesn't make it a truck. Nor yeah. does lack of body on frame make it not an SUV. Right. So mm. is, it, is it an SUV or I'll is it a wagon? I'll concede it, but I'm not happy about it. Uh, my, only, my only refutal to your wanting to not concede that is XJ. Mm. XJs are unibody. And let some motherfucker make the argument the XJ is not a off-road SUV. Because you're wrong. <laughs> it's a compact mm-hmm. utility vehicle. No, no. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the old those styles of Broncos and Blazers, they were just something else, man. Like they were their own You talking about the little genre tutors? of Yeah. Well those so in my mind, and I might be the Which is what the here. Typhoon's based off of. Right, it's just a lowered one and sporty, but I'm with you. So in my mind, the two-door SUVs are the only ones that are actually in the spirit of the originals. Because the right, original the whole are... short wheelbase is better for off-roading and stuff. Yeah. But that so the the two the the small wheelbase Blazers though are like 80s, right? They're not the 60s and 70s, which were the full size. No, no, they're uh, they had two door blazers all the way, all the way through. Mm-hmm. I want to say somewhere in the nineties, dude. Yeah, I'm just saying the the ones they in the eighties and nineties. They changed the name to the two door Tahoe, but they oh. kept manufacturing them. Yeah. Well, yeah, the second generation was what the Jimny, the Trailblazer, and the Opal Blazer. Okay, that's weird. And that was produced all the way through two thousand two before the. The Trailblazer got the the midsize SUV treatment. Yeah. Ooh, Trailblazer. So yeah, that was my argument, right? Uh, all of the two, the proper off road SUVs have two doors. Yeah. Including... Sometimes you don't want to off road though. Sometimes you want an SS. <laughs> Sometimes you want to sit real mm-hmm. low and make boosty noises. Mm-hmm. Mm. And kill no wheel bearings and blow motors. Yeah, no arguments there, but then you have to argue uh, in the case of, like, say, the Trailblazer SS. They had some really good look. They had some good things about them. They had some really bad things about them. You got to argue, though, if they still made a full size, like, if they had continued to make some sort of a Mm -hmm. wagon variant of, like, the G8 or the Caprice. 
I haven't even gotten into my my spiel on my G8 wagons. Ugh. Is, is that a thing? Is a G8 wagon a thing? I know the G8 truck. Am I drunk is... right now? Like, Holden I've never Commodore, heard of this, I'm gonna hate myself. V oh my God, VF Commodore sports wagon. Life. Yeah, V the... and VF Commodore sports wagon. Look it up. The Holden SS V series sports been missing wagon. My entire life. I'm surprised you haven't ever seen one of these. There are a few that exist in the states that what? have been converted. Why? Why didn't we get this from the factory? Why didn't we get anything holding? Because this is like that's what I came. I, like whenever y'all said y'all want to talk about wagons and what happened to them, I want to be like, guys, I've wanted this for a long time, and this is the thing that I wanted, and the states never got them because of our stigma against wagons. What the but hell? Dodge All still right, made the uh, magnum. I will, I'll definitely get a picture of this up on this on the cast. Uh, this sure. shit is glorious, just mm -hmm. glorious. Mm -hmm. uh, it's. it's like, I love my G8 still. Like, there's a reason, like, my wife and I will not get rid of it. Whoever no it matter can... how much it depreciates. It, it has depreciated like a mofo, but that's GM stuff. <laughs> Whoever at GM decided we don't need this, um, you're wrong. Yep. No, I'm jelly. One, the Ute. Okay, I can understand the Ute. But why did we not get the sports wagon? Yeah. Because we're not. Cool. We got a CTSV wagon. So the VF, I I will say the VF is not as good looking as a VE. But if we're gonna go for the G8 version, I can understand it. The Commodore overseas looked better. Sure. And I feel like the G8 needs the GXP front to really give it justice. But I would have been happy with any kind of G8 in a wagon form. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, the sports wagon is what I came prepped for this fight. <laughs> you are right, sir. I, I don't know how I've yeah, never heard of it. I like them. I feel like I've missed the boat somehow, badly. It is, a, but... it is, a, it is a pain to get one over here, but it is you, possible. They do the same thing with the uh, the Holden Utes, right? you got to buy a half chop and then basically take a G8, cut the back of it off, and then meld it back in. Yep. Because mm -hmm. then it's just uh, not body enhancement, but there's something else to it. You turn to a record, um, right? There is there is a very good VinWiki video on this. Yeah. Somebody did this with a Ute, and they described the process of how to legally do it. Yep. Well, you got to register it in like Indiana as like a recreational vehicle now, um, mm. like a camper conversion, and then he's driving around in a street legal Holden Ute that is still yes. a Pontiac G8. It is. Vin. It is legitimately titled as a Holden. Yep. That's crazy. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm flabbergasted, honestly. Uh, it's not very often that I get hit with a something, you know, something that I just didn't even know existed. Not since the day of the uh, the kit car from the Mopars in '77, the year that Stephen refuses to know anything about. Uh, yeah. So that I'm <laughs> now aware that it exists, but I'm not happy about the fact that I had to see that, and now I can't unsee it. This though, this is good. Yeah, that makes him happy. That makes me happy too. I want one of these in blue. Like, not gonna lie. I, I want I one of these. Lucky in yes. Get one. I want it. Yes. Yeah, I want it. Yes. I don't even care if it has a small 4.8 in it. I just need one. Yeah. I'll take care no, of they rest. won't. They only came. They only came six liter and up. Those well, two. I take that back. V Commodores overseas. They had some V6 models. Yeah. Um. And G8s did have a V6. Yeah, they had V6. There's G8, not GTs. They, they, they do, but they're just bad. <laughs> Were they the pre-LFX motor? Now, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to hit you with the, the good 
the good Commodore front with the right color. All right. It was it was LY7. Oh, dang it. Can uh, I copy image location? Yes. So yeah, gents, that's a... Paste. Wow. I... Just wow. Okay. Yep. That in blue right there. I want that car. I feel like I need to rescind uh, my previous statements about America being the king of the full-size wagons. Aussies had something. Now, I looked at it. VE, really good. VF, okay. Beforehand, based off the GE, or the GTOs, like their Commodore, mm-hmm. I don't remember the chassis number or the designation for it, but their wagon, just not I'll as pull good. one up. Not as good. No, the 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 Commodores for the GTO chassis, I'm not not a, a big fan of. But VE and VF, they got right. So Commodore is not Holden. It's a different. So you got what you got Holden Commodore and Vauxhall, or is it the Holden Commodore? Is what you're talking about? The Holden Commodore. Okay. So the platform I'm talking about is the VZ, which is, um, hold on. I'm yeah, I see it. Base model wagon. I see it. In 2004, the VZ Monero. Mm. Yeah, Holden Monero. CV6, yeah. There you go, Steven. There is a picture of all terribleness. That is, uh, ooh, that's that not is far. Not that is not far before. Yep, that is not far beforehand. Wait, that's a GTO? I'm a, I'm a, I feel bad. So the, the GTO is based off of what I think is this platform, the VZ Commodore. The Monero. Well, no, Commodore different. You're right. Holden Monero was, I think, the GTO. That's that's yeah. bad. That is not good. This is around similar time frame though. Yeah, too. Like they weren't. They were making like some good things. They were making some not good things. And I'm gonna have to uplift your spirits after that picture. And I'm sorry. Let's go back to the goodness. Sports wagon goodness. Yes, back to the goodness. Blue sports wagon goodness. And it's tucking it. tire. So blue has always so been a thing the, for you, hasn't it? It has. First off, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, a long time ago, I saw Laguna Seca blue on a BMW M3, and I wanted it. And then it just Subaru went from WRX there. blue, Subaru blue, great Toyota blue, lots of goodness. Do you like the new uh, Toyota? It is my favorite color. <laughs> Do you like the new Toyota? Um, what do they call it? Flame blue. Yeah, I would have to look up the color code. So here's the thought for you, gents, uh, and I 100% that uh, the Holden thing that we didn't get here is quite glorious and makes me sad that we didn't get it. But is that, and that link didn't work, Craig. Damn. Is that uh, better or not better than the CTSV wagon? I'm just now getting back to my computer. Hold on. The CTSV wagons, what we actually got, though, right? Yes, we did get the CTSV so wagon. Link. Therefore, it's better. Uh, mm. and like three of them in manual. Unfortunately, exist. Uh, I'm only half joking. It's so weird. They do exist. They Not are super rare, and they held value really good. The wagons really well. do. The sedans don't seem to be holding value nearly as well. Mm, and that's the thing is like I like sedans, cannot stand the look of the butt on the coupe. No, the coupe looks weird, but the wagon no, somehow looks glorious. Yeah. It does. 
and people love it because it's yeah. good. I'm the same way. So good about that. The coupe looks stupid. The wagon looks awesome, and then the base CTS. Uh, something they did Dan. with the rear, like okay, it's like the the tail. Okay, the downslope of yeah. the passenger section. It's like the hunch. It's got like a hunched butt is it a hatch? going on. Mm-hmm. It just it, it's like the never-ending butt. The coupe is the hatch, right? Uh, I mean, technically, I guess the coupe and the wagon are hatches. I've but... never looked closely enough or cared enough to look at it. Is it? But Steven? for science, does the trunk open up with the glass, or is it just the trunk? It's a metal and glass thing. Hold on. Let's it might look. just be the trunk, in which case it's neither. Oh it's... God, no, the coupe. Ugh. Because like one car that nobody believes is a hatchback is the Scion TC. I think it. I think it might just be. Well, yeah, because the glass I opens think it might up just with be the, the lid. small little trunk. Yeah, it's the whole goddamn like half hatch. Yeah, it's like eight yeah. feet long. Yeah. Hang on, I get it. Yeah, the Scion TC has one of the biggest hatches I've ever seen, like bar none, like lengthwise. Mofo is huge. The C5 Corvette would like to speak with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> the C5 now Corvette, is that a hatchback? No. <laughs> does the C5 Corvette actually have an opening back glass hatch? Yes. Yes. Of course they know the C4s didn't. Um, excuse me? C5 base. Oh, sorry. What was it? The FRC? Hatch. The FRC has a trunk. Yes. Yeah. But it the, doesn't the have regular. It doesn't have a giant glass. It's got like a real short vertical glass. Mm-hmm. But normal Corvettes have that sloping glass that is enormous and opens. Yeah. There is like three or four years of C3 Corvettes that have the sloping glass, but it doesn't open. But that was, uh, well, that was the 70s and drugs yeah, are bad. That, that was the space age. And you want to talk about, yeah, special type of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> God, CTSV's fronts looked so good. Coop's Don't rear, they? though. Big turn off. And that's not because I can't afford one. I mean, if I did it, I would do sedan. Yeah, for I feel sure. like if you're buying a coupe, there are better platforms for you. Yeah, for sure. That was always my argument. The V wagon, like, I don't know. They're just too much money for what they are. They're still like high 40s and 50s. Like I know. But they're also so good. They held it the whole time. Yeah, they never depreciated from new, like, at all. Mm, no. The rarity was one thing, but just... They were just good. Oh, they're even worse than that. What's that? I, I'm i just looking up CTSV wagons, rear-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Actually, this, you know, this one's going good, for 58. I a really good picture. Good picture shows all three platforms. And, and, just... it, and it's an automatic. Now, the automatic still had the 6L90 yippers, mm-hmm. which is really good if I think torque management was the problem. Yeah, and they just recently got that cracked now so it can actually work. And then here's the manual CTSV wagon for 63000 Hold on, That's I thought I knew that car. six years old. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, da, da, da. I need pictures. Image not available. Yep. A link got posted, and I saw something that I thought looked familiar. Virginia Plate, but... Sad face. I'm going to have to link a, a video later on. Um, somebody I knew in Virginia, um, really cool guy, had a CTSV wagon, twin-turboed it, but beforehand took it up to Ocean City, Maryland, and just 
basically raped Ocean City in burnouts with a wagon. And it was goodness. I was going to say, I'm not Dad seeing the downside cool here. Hell. Dad was cool as hell, had a CTSV sedan, and I loved both of them. So I'll have to get you a link to the video of just, you know, old Greg Jr. doing burnouts all over Ocean City. It was it was glorious. Oh, was that Greg? No, 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 not that Greg. Greg, oh. uh, somebody else. Hang on. Uh, to be fair, burnouts all over Ocean City sounds like something Greg would do. I don't think Greg and I... I wanted to go to Ocean City for cruising, and I never did. Ah, well. Uh, so yeah, so what's the thought, right? Consensus. Is the CTSV better or not better than the uh, Holden thing? It's well, better. I mean, it has to be. Oh, oh, the problem is cost for both. Yeah. The problem with Holden is getting it here. It's going to cost you the price of a CTSV just to get one legally and yeah. running and driving. Now, and, and then CTSV, CTSV will whoop your butt with an LSA with a blower. Yeah. Yeah. And looks like CTSV wagon, which is good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. The sports wagon rarity is what really get you know sets it off. Yeah. They look good, but like CTSV is just as rare. Almost. Yeah, I would <laughs> say so. It's almost exotic car rare. Yeah. I mean, we see that here at Caffeine and Octane. Like, V-Wagons will get let over into where the Ferraris and Lambos are parked at. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, the Z, uh, circling back to the other type of coupe shooting brake thing, the Z3M is also kind of exotic car rare, too. Oh, dude, not even close. I found it. Hold on. I mean, not even close. Not even close. Totally man. close. A, Z, a Z3M coupe. Just posted not, a link. Is not rare. I don't. I mean, I don't think it's as rare as a V wagon. I see. Well, I don't know. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, I feel like I see Z3Ms running around. Justin, why are his tires throwing sparks? That's the end of the week. <laughs> That's how many burnouts that dude did. <laughs> I'll link. Uh... Shredded a set. For the peeps out there, I'll uh, I'll put a link to the video that uh, Justin just shared for us in the description. Uh, this is yes, yes to the burnouts. That's all I got to say about that. Oh man, oh, wrapped it up. I guess uh, I think the takeaway here: uh, wagons are good, crossovers are bad, SUVs are dumb, and uh, yeah. You and a body SUVs are dumb. A lot of off topic, but you can only you can only stay on topic so much with wagons. Uh, well, in my opinion, there's only like I don't go too far back to where the point where like I would think about buying one. Yeah, the, really? the big, the big, the big and the little. No, nah, I. <clears throat> Sorry, the big and the little with a wagon can be summarized like this: that the the generation of buyers of vehicle owners aren't popping out two point was seven five kids that steven said um the average you know person is commuting with just themselves and maybe one other person and if you do have a family chances are it's going to be three people in which case you don't need the third row that is typically found in wagons 
now you do get some arguments about people who have like two dogs, one kid who need a bigger vehicle. Um, but the it's the sign of the times, and it's not necessarily car based. It's more, you know, consumer based. And so, what sells really well these days, people movers, and people movers are taking the form of compact utility vehicles because people want the appearance of sitting more upright and being in a lifted vehicle that's quote quote safer. And the only people who like enjoy wagons and hatchbacks these days are journalists and then the car buyers like ourselves. But unfortunately, minus maybe the super outback wagon and the what Volkswagen Alltrack wagons are basically outside of normal people's accessibility. So Yeah, I would yeah. totally agree. That's that's a long and short of it. That it is. Depends, like, I don't know. Like, what drives the market is who's buying new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And guys like us. I, I, can't, I can't support buying new. Yeah, guys like us don't so buy looking, new. Like, I'd, when I was in the market and looking for vehicles, I was looking at, you know, Magnums. I looked at Audi Allroads and <laughs> stuff of the like. I, I looked really hard at Audi Allroads. Well, I remember you I looked at Allroads before you bought the Legacy the first time around. Yeah. Yeah. Legacy was good. I wish I could have found a Legacy wagon, but you know, we found a really good black Legacy GT, black with black leather, and it was a really good car. Mm-hmm. But it would have been better if it was the same car in no. a wagon. <laughs> I felt bad because when I went to go part out my WRX, I put my OZ wheels on the Legacy, and it looked better than my car, and I hated that. So <laughs> My wife's car looked glorious, and mine was just like, I, I didn't like my car anymore. I've made that argument before to Subaru Rose that the Legacy GT is better than a WRX from the same generation uh-huh. in every way. There's no downside. I won't argue that. And they had a wagon version. Yep. Yeah, I'm saying there's no downsides to big, getting a LGT wagon over a WRX mm. hatch. Like, it's better yep. at literally everything. Yep. And it was, if I remember right, so like the, and the gearbox was stronger than a WRX. Yep. Well, it's not yeah. stronger. more to it because they... It's different. Gearing. Thought they did something to it. No, yeah, just... I thought they did something to it to make it more survivable. But... No, nah, yeah, it's the gearing. Leggy's got tens instead of three point nines, which gives yeah. you like a ten to fifteen percent reduction in torque okay. load on the gearbox. Oh, okay. and that's, that's what survivability. That, the difference is. of that's like that's a couple like... hundred foot pounds of apparent torque. Yeah. Uh, same things with Foresters, right? Foresters don't actually have a stronger transmission; they just never blow up because they have four forty fours. Okay, so the gearing is what. Yep, keeps them alive. It makes up for the difference. Yep. Yeah, but also the L- the leggy interior is nicer in every way. There's more mm. room in them. Yes, it is. Like there's just no downside, and they're cheaper. God, they're cheaper well, somehow. There, there is a downside I, in pure motorsports, but you'd be stretching hard, and that's that they don't they have even worse tendency for understeer. Yeah, but if length. you're in pure motorsports and you're in a WRX, you're in the wrong platform anyway. Yeah, as. We talked about before the show, yeah. The Devers. Def- oh, hang on. Barely relevant before, these days. Before we go, I have to flex a picture from way back. <laughs> Copy image location, legacy goodness. Justin's got a flex on everybody. I don't know if that'll pop up. I don't know if that'll pop up, but man, that was so good. Yeah, cool. it does. Justin flexing on us all. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's not Those a wagon. Moody. It's not yeah. a wagon, but I'm gonna share it in the no. channel anyway because it's good. Yeah. 
SDI lol. I loved that thing. But no, but that that proves the point for Steven though. Like imagine if that was a wagon, like he'd what, still this own is what you're missing out on. <laughs> right? If it was a wagon, he'd mm-hmm. still own it. Yeah, I'm saying that's what people are missing out on. Like that if that was a wagon, that would have been badass. Yep. I mean, still pretty as badass as is. If Kudos. I remember right, unfortunately, that car is a five VAT. Ooh. Oh yeah, I remember that. To That's be fair, box. to be fair, that is approximately six hundred thousand times better than the four VAT in the WRXs and Foresters. Yeah. The four VAT is a flaming pile of garbage, and the five VAT actually works pretty good. Truth be told. Yeah. You just had to do some things and not make too much power in doing it. Yeah. I think you could do some a valve body mod and some other things and make it live up to 400 foot-pounds and be reliable, but I don't have enough experience in that department. Yeah, 400 foot-pounds and something like that would be I didn't push it. a pretty cool people mover. Yeah. Yep. But all right, so uh, to the world out there, uh, let us know what you think. Leave some comments and such. Uh, maybe we're way off base. Maybe SUVs are the way of the future. So you broke up. And, uh, you know, hit us up with some uh, wagons we may have missed out on. You know, I uh, I just recently found out about this G8 wagon thing. Maybe there's some other cool ones. Sports wagon. It's got to happen. We need more in the States. I uh, wish. And hit up Justin if you happen to know somebody selling a sport wagon chassis for real cheap. Oh, please don't. (laughs) I have a G8 and I would make terrible financial decisions. (laughs) I would personally fly out to come help you chop it up. Yeah, right. Ugh. Somebody else would be doing that work. Oh, like man. I said, I would personally come out and help you chop it up. <laughs> you want to put out your uh, your social or your Instagram or anything, Justin? You even had Instagram. <laughs> Justin? Mine? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I, I did. I don't, though. So. Oh. Uh, I'm also not current. On, not on Instagram or anything, so uh, I'll let Craig take us out since he's the only one on social media. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. So if you want to join us more in the chit chats that we have and maybe bring up a random topic, you can find us over at YouTube at the uh, Broken Axle Podcast. We also have a Facebook page, the Broken Axle, po- Broken Axle Podcast, where you can find myself in the likes of Steven kind of trolling around, posting up random cool things. The hot topic right now is that uh, Ford Mustang Raptor, because Ford is contemplating rapturizing everything, which I'm all okay about. Uh, Steven can be found on Facebook as well as Just Can't Drive 55. You can find me on Facebook and on Instagram at nomadic.wheelman. And uh, yeah, let's go out and bust some knuckles. Save the wagons. Save the wagons. Save the wagons, sir. All right, it's been fun.